Welcome to the Real Sassy Fit Girls Podcast. We're your hosts, Mara Rutger and Lisa Bowden. Inside this podcast, you can expect the ultimate girls' night in, where we'll help you align fitness and life so that you can finally be fucking happy. Now you get comfy and let's get real. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode on the Real Sassy Fit Girls Podcast. Mara and Lisa here this week, flying solo. (laughs) (laughs) No guests today. Sorry. (laughs) Just the two of us. (laughs) Yeah, you're stuck with just us. Yeah. No, we've had a lot of guests in the past couple of weeks and really hope that you guys have been enjoying those episodes, especially the one with the boys last week. It's always really fun to have them. And spoiler, they'll be back in a couple more weeks for another episode. Um, They were super stoked. It's so cute. I just have to tell you this. It's so cute because like, I don't know about JJ, but Jesse gets nervous. Like we stopped recording last, whatever, last week, two weeks ago. And he was like, I'm sweating. He's like, I'm nervous. I was sweating. I was like, why are you nervous? And he's like, I don't know. Cause I'm just, I'm not used to talking about stuff like that on this type of a platform. He's like, I don't mind talking about this stuff with my friends. He's like, but it's just like, people are listening. <laughs> People actually listen to the podcast. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have known? But no, but it it's always fun having them on. I know. And I, I think the first time we the first few times we recorded a podcast episode, we both probably were kind of nervous. I still get I wouldn't say I get nervous doing it now as much. I get giddy like doing yeah. it. Yeah. And I think it's because yeah. I just really enjoy it. I love mm-hmm. podcasting, I think is probably hands down my favorite like platform. Of yeah. all, like if you want it, to call this social media, it's so fun. Like it's so different, and just feels like you're having these conversations, and it's not like mm-hmm. something you have to. Yeah, we talk ahead of time about what we're going to talk about in the podcast, but it just flows so naturally. It's not like scripted. It's not like a caption to a post where you have to sit there and think about it for a little bit to type it out. Like it's just so free flowing, and right. it's whatever we want it to be. And I think that's really, really fun and and like freeing to be able to do that. It is. And it's like funny because, excuse me, they're not that like either one of us get dolled up to go on like IG stories or go live or anything like that. I mean, sometimes I look like I rolled out of bed at (laughs) 7am and I jump on there, whatever. Um, Other days I look a little more put together, but it's like, and, and for podcasting, like it's no different, but it's just kind of funny because I think about it and I can make a weird face or I don't have to look directly <laughs> into the camera all the time. And I can just look off into space. And it's like, you are just having a phone call conversation with your mm-hmm. friend and we're just recording it for the world to listen to. Like I'm sitting here with exactly. a blanket around my waist right now. And what it, normally we don't record this late on Sundays. Normally we record no. in the afternoons, but it's like eight o'clock, almost my time, nine o'clock your time. We say like, we're just chilling mm-hmm. on a Sunday night. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But but anyways, I, I digress. Yes, we love <laughs> it so much. So thank you guys for listening. We are like incredibly grateful. Um, I'm going to get mushy for a hot second and then we'll get on with our <laughs> topic for today that's not so mushy. Um, <clears throat> I'm just like so grateful for everyone that listens to the podcast because we can see all of like the stats and things. And I know we briefly discussed that last week with the boys, but like I look through all the stats and I share them with Lisa and everything. And like, we're, we're so close. I don't know where we are exactly at this moment. We're so close to the 5,000 downloads on our podcast. And we've only had this podcast for just shy of a year. And it's Mm -hmm. just really cool to think about that 5,000 
times, not 5,000 different people, but people have listened to the podcast 5,000 times. That's like 5,000 opportunities for us to positively impact people's lives. And I just think Mm -hmm. that it's mind blowing. And I'm so grateful. It's really, it's a really cool feeling. So we appreciate every single one of you. Um, you know, we appreciate every single time you reach out to us via DM, if you leave us a review, whatever you do, and just taking the time to listen, even if you don't say anything to us, we really do appreciate it. And it motivates us to keep recording. Yeah. So, thank I you. Ditto that. <laughs> so yeah, speaking of our one year podcast, um, we're going to do something fun and special. It's coming up at yes. the end of March. So stay tuned mm-hmm. for some more fun stuff coming for Absolutely. that. So yes. Today though, hmm, we are, we're here to give you guys a little bit of tough love. Um, yes. Today's a reality check. Yeah. It's a reality check. So if you're not in the mood for that, you can, you know, shut this off. You've already gotten five minutes of us today, so you can shut this off. <laughs> That's enough. This is not something that you want to hear, but, you know, we're just, we're talking briefly before we jumped on to record and I was just sharing with Lisa that I was talking with one of my girlfriends this weekend and just discussing the fact of like, you know, why, why so many people are making excuses for like Mm -hmm. their lack of progress and why people just aren't owning, owning their shit and taking responsibility Mm -hmm. for their life. And absolutely like everyone and their mom is always thinking, Oh, I want to lose weight. I want to see progress. I want to, I have these goals. Um, and yet they're not trying reaching them. They're not not reaching them. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds kind of harsh that they're not trying, but they're not, and there's always a mile-long list of excuses. Mm-hmm. I know Lisa, you said that you've been having a lot of that in the gym lately, and yeah. I've, been just, I've been kind of hearing a lot of excuses mm-hmm. in conversation mm-hmm. with people since I'm not in the gym anymore um, via DMs and, and just in social media posts and stuff, but I remember being in the gym, and I remember yeah. all of the excuses, and it's yeah. just you just get to a point where it's just kind of like, okay, enough is enough. Are you yeah. either you know where you, you want are? this or you don't? Yeah. You're yeah. going to do the shit you need to do or you're not. And then accept which option you choose. Mm-hmm. Basically, you know, when I do fitness consultations with members via whether it's a new member or an old member, um, I've done fitness consultations with people that come to the gym every single day. And I've done fitness consultations with people that haven't been in the gym in like five years. Mm-hmm. And the difference between the ones that see real progress and the ones that stop coming to the gym after a month or two is them taking responsibility for their results. I can tell you what to do all day, every day. I can talk Mm -hmm. your ear off. I can write you a plan. I can give you the plan. If you don't do it or if you half-ass it, you're not going to see the results that you want. And one of the questions I ask people is, well, I ask them first of all, like, When was the last time you felt really happy and confident with where you were? And then I asked them, what are the main things that have been holding you back since then? And I always get stress, job, kids, family. I get all these different reasons and I tell them, I boil it down to them. So I I don't want to say I'm harsh, but I got to give people the reality. I tell them, so these are all the excuses you have for Mm -hmm. not reaching the goals that you have. And they'll be like, yeah. They're excuses. They really are. Because 
Mara and I both, we have jobs. I don't have a kid, but I have a dog. I have a husband. I've got my parents that live with me. Um, I work a lot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, we all have shit going on in our lives. And yeah, maybe Mara's journey looks different than mine because our shit is different. Mm -hmm. But we have to make it fit in our, our life in order to achieve the goals that we want to accomplish. Exactly. That's the key. I feel like that is the key because yeah, it's, I, I, I don't know what it's again. I like, I think that it's funny because the people that will talk to me about not having the time, you know, they have a family there, their family has, you know, picky eaters. My kids don't like to eat mm-hmm. this. My husband doesn't like to eat this. So I have to cook separate meals and it's a pain in the butt. And it's okay. Well, number one, stop fucking cooking a meal for every person in your family. Yes. You cook what you want. If you're the, if they you're the eat one it or they the don't. Food, yes. If you're the one cooking the damn food, they're going to eat it. And if they don't want to eat it, then they can go find something else. Number mm-hmm. one, because you're doing that service to them by cooking them food. Um, yes. Number two, like, if they're not wanting to eat like healthier foods, then that's on them. You know, you yeah. shouldn't have to sacrifice you eating. That's my absolute number one excuse or reason why people struggle that I'm just like, it's bullshit. Yeah. I hear it all the time in the gym too. Food because my mm-hmm. family doesn't want to eat healthy. And it's like, are they forcing those, those, you know, McDonald's fries and burger down your throat? No. They're absolutely not. And you're making that choice to eat that food. And that's obviously just one example. But, and I don't know what it's like to have, well, I know what it's like to have a picky three-year-old that doesn't even want to eat freaking chips and cheese. Mm -hmm. Like we had nachos tonight. He didn't want to eat the freaking chips and cheese. Like what kind of a kid doesn't want to eat chips and cheese? Who doesn't want to eat cheese? Come on. Exactly. (laughs) But so I know what it's like to have a picky eater a picky like kid, but I don't know what it's like to have, you know, an older child or multiple children. Like we all have our shit, like you said, you know, just cause yeah, I've got a job. I actually have two. Mara has a lot of jobs. jobs. <laughs> I actually have two full-time jobs basically with my, my job and my business. And then I also work somewhat part-time. I kind of contract with my former business coach and I help her out with, with some coaching and, you know, like you said, we have husbands. I have mm-hmm. a child. Like, there's no excuse. Like, there's just – I have such a hard time. I empathize. I absolutely empathize. And I don't right. want to think that, like, we're being assholes and we're being really mean by saying this stuff because we understand that it's difficult. We're not negating yes. the fact that you struggle and that it's difficult. And this is a habit that you've been in or habits that you've had for a really, really long time. So yes, it's going to be difficult to branch out of that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. do something different. But it's almost as if you are telling yourself the story that this is the only way and I can't do it. You don't believe that you can do it any different and you're letting all mm-hmm. of those excuses just validate that. Right. Exactly. And you know, in regards to like, I, I just like using my clients at the gym as an example because it it's living proof to me. So we've got, I'm not even going to lie, I've got like 45 clients at the gym right now. And there's some are making incredible progress, 
incredible. One of my clients, Angela, has lost 56 pounds since August. She's a beast in the gym, strong as hell, like amazing. And you want to know her story? She's a full-time clinician who's married, has five kids. The two youngest are four-year-old twins, and one has cerebral palsy. And he has like six appointments a week for physical therapy, speech therapy, everything. And you know what? She finds time to go to the gym and do the work she needs to do. I train her once a week. I honestly only train her once a week. She comes to team training once a week. And then I'll look at her check-in times and she's here in the gym, 10 o'clock at night, four in the morning. Like whenever she can make the time to get in, that's when she comes in the gym. She is so freaking dedicated. Mm -hmm. Five kids. And I think the oldest is 16. And like, if she can do it, like, and she's now starting her own clinician business as well. Like she's transitioning out of working for someone else and is going to start doing it on her own. So yeah, it's hard. She struggles. She has days where she's unmotivated. Um, She's hit a couple plateaus and we worked through them and figured out how we were going to keep going. And, you know, as it's hard, just like Mara said, it is hard. It's hard for me. And I don't have, I don't have kids. kids. (laughs) Yeah. I don't have kids. I have two days by myself because JJ goes to work for 48 hours at a time. Mm -hmm. So I would say I have it. I don't want to say easier, but I do have it a little bit easier than other people. I work at a gym, so I'm there. So I'm like, I might as well freaking work out. Right. Oh, God. Can I just tell you I hate that when people used to say that to me? You work mm -hmm. at a gym. Of course it's easy. It's like, no, I fucking work. Like, what do you you think? I'm just working. I don't just hang out here and have fun. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's I why I work out that. at a different gym on the weekends because I'm like, I don't want to go to my work on the weekends. Exactly. But, you know, maybe I do have it easier than other people. But owning your journey, doing the shit you need to do in order to reach the goals. And if you're not, if you're not able to do those things, accepting it and taking responsibility. That's my main thing is mm-hmm. accepting and taking responsibility. If you say, you know what? This month, I didn't do the shit I was supposed to do. I, you know, I didn't make it to the gym five times a week because, you know, I just wasn't motivated this month or I didn't make the healthiest choices. And I understand that's why I didn't see as much progress. If people did that, it wouldn't frustrate me so much because Mm -hmm. I'm okay if you accept and and understand that my actions caused this. Mm -hmm. Using all those other excuses just, I don't know. I've never been a fan of excuses. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to say, and I do empathize as well. Like I feel it. I feel, I know it's hard. Mm -hmm. I know it's hard to work full time and have kids and, and all that stuff. I understand that, but Mm -hmm. owning it. And if it is that important to you, you will find a way to make it happen. Right. You really will. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And it's not, it's, it's hard to own your shit. It's not comfortable like this is yeah. not related necessarily to like losing weight and fitness, but like long ago when Jesse and I used to get into arguments frequently around sex, and I've talked about this on the podcast a handful of times, 
it was like I always made excuses as to why I wasn't in the mood or why I didn't, you know, follow through on something I said that I was going to follow through on, not necessarily in regards to sex, but like, you know, <laughs> it was something like doing the dishes or yeah, like cleaning up something, whatever. I, I used to be a very messy person and I probably still am messy in some ways, but um, like I just, I didn't own my shit and I didn't want to because I knew deep down that he was right. And Mm -hmm. then I felt bad. I felt like I was disappointing him. I was letting him down. I disappointed myself. I let myself down constantly like, gosh, why can't I just get my shit together? Why can't I just figure this out? And again, it's not not the same as losing weight and working out. But I mean, I've been there, done that too, before I got on this journey that I'm on now to working in the fitness industry, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I would always wonder like, oh, why are my... Why, why does, you know, why does this person, and I hate to talk about looks, but when you're looking at progress, you mm-hmm. kind of have to. So why does that person like look in such great shape, but I'm not, and I can't mm-hmm. like, I work out, you know, I see them at the gym every single day and I'm working out too. And, you know, it's like, you just have to really dig deep mm-hmm. and look at what is it that I'm doing to that's supporting my goals and what am I doing that's not supporting my goals or is sabotaging them and just asking yourself I feel like if you really like if you really truly want it Mm -hmm. because we've talked about the fear of success before as well Mm -hmm. and I think that's a huge reason why a lot of times people don't want to own their shit because number one, they don't want to admit that they are responsible. They It's so much mm-hmm. easier to blame other people and point the blame. Oh, yeah. Totally. They also don't want to admit that like they're, they're not putting in the work and the effort. And then also of like what happens if I do succeed and can I keep this up? Can I consistently keep, you know lose this weight and maintain it? Because maybe you've lost it before and you haven't maintained it. Or mm-hmm. – Perhaps it's, you know, what are people going to think of me if I start eating healthier or if I start working out more often? And that's like to me a little bit more of a subconscious fear, I think. I don't, I think yeah. people hear a fear of success and they're like, are you fucking crazy? I want to be successful. <laughs> and yeah. Then like, Why do you continue to use excuses and sabotage yourself then? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as much as Mara and I are not fans of resolutions, <laughs> we know some of you probably set them. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of you probably did. And let's see. It is February 23rd that we are recording this. So this goes up tomorrow on the 24th. So we're almost two months into the year. Mm-hmm. How are you in regards to your resolutions? How far along are you? If you're not where you thought you would be, why is that? Mm-hmm. Have you been doing the things you need to do? Have you been putting the effort in? Have you been making sacrifices where you need to? Mm-hmm. If not, are you willing to own that and understand that is why I'm not where I wanted to be because I haven't done the things I needed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all we ask is that you understand the whole cause and effect. I think I posted, I'm going to hop on my phone really fast. I think I posted it on Instagram literally this past week. Don't be upset about the results you didn't get from the work you didn't do. Mm-hmm. Like that is such a, I think people, 
don't understand like how much work it actually takes sometimes to do stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't see the behind the scenes. Um, like I'll have clients, like I had one client. So right before, if you guys listened back in December, right before I went to New Orleans, I was leaning out a little bit because I wanted to lean out for the trip. And one of my clients was like, damn it, Lisa, what are you doing? Like, how are you looking so good? I don't understand. And I was like, literally, I just cleaned up my nutrition and I've added a little bit of cardio. And she didn't believe me because she's not seeing the same results. And I was like, Kelly, you're not doing the same things that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. You also have been working out as long as I have, Mm -hmm. you know, they're she was choosing to eat healthy during the week and not on the weekends and things like that. So I was like, you're not doing what you necessarily need to do in order to get to where you want to be, you know? So it's just taking responsibility. Yeah. You know, I am, as much as it sucks to admit, like I'm willing to admit right now I'm purposely bulking because I stopped doing the shit I needed to do to be lean. Like, I just kind of was like, you know what? I'm not in the mood to do this anymore. And it got to a point where I needed to make the decision of, am I willing to do the things I need to do to get back to where I was lean wise or not? And my answer was no, I'm not Mm -hmm. mentally in a place where I want to Mm -hmm. do the cardio and eat the way I need to, to get back there. So, you know what? I'm going to take advantage of the situation and I'm going to bulk for a little bit until I am mentally prepared to go back to where I was, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm fully owning that I made that conscious decision to not do the things I needed to do, you know? So that's why I ask is people (laughs) don't make excuses and just accept you're where you are because of the choices that you made. Yeah. It's no one else's fault that you're not where you want to be except for yours. Yep. But that's also an exciting thing because if you are where you want to be, that's because you did it. That's because you made those choices and you did the things you needed to do. But you also have control though. I think mm-hmm. that's the big part is even if you aren't where you, even if you're not where you want to be, you have two choices. You can either decide to do nothing or still continue to do what you've been doing, which clearly hasn't been working, or you mm-hmm. can make an empowered decision to do something different or to start taking more ownership and start doing something that's going to serve you better. And we're not saying it's like a complete overhaul. It's not a complete, no, no, no. Do everything all at once. It's like, okay, what's one baby step I can take this week. That's going to help me go back and listen to all of the other episodes we've talked about in terms of like setting goals and realistic expectations and all of that stuff. If you haven't heard those ones, because it's not about completely doing the 180. It's about making a small little move to like move your needle forward to take a baby mm-hmm. step. You know, maybe like right. it's eating an extra serving of vegetables every day this week. And then it's mm-hmm. next week adding an extra protein. And then the next mm-hmm. week it's getting to the gym or doing a workout, whatever that looks like for you, two days during the week instead of zero. And then, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it's just like those very exactly. little things that you can be doing um, to, to start taking the ownership. Exactly. Exactly. But the other thing with that is not expecting, I guess this would be comparison, but like not expecting to have someone else's results. Yeah. Your results are yours because Mm -hmm. you, and and I think that changing your perspective on that is huge. 
Mm-hmm. You can you can compare and you can say, okay, why am I not getting the same results as Lisa's getting, right? Or you can say, good for Lisa. She's kicking ass. She's getting results. What is mine? What like? What does my progress look like? What do my results look like? Like, what does my journey look like? And mm-hmm. flipping that into a positive perspective. Exactly. And I'm going to pull in what you said. Your friend had said. When she used to see, what did your friend say when she used to see posts about people's weight loss and things like that? Oh, before she was on her own weight loss journey, because um, she's lost like over a hundred pounds on her own, which fucking kudos to Is her. Insane, she's incredible. yes. Um, and she, before she was on her weight loss journey, like you know, she said that she would see people's, um, like people's progress and things like that, and like basically think that it was impossible and compare herself to them and not necessarily like think bad about them, but I can see that happening too. Of like criticizing and maybe like like, getting annoyed or something. Yes, that's exactly Mm -hmm. like the eye rolls, like the annoyance of like, oh, stop posting about that stuff. Like we all Mm -hmm. know that you're in good shape or, you know, just like they just weren't ready or she just wasn't ready to like own it. Mm -hmm. She wasn't ready to own her where she was. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to bring that up. And if that's how you feel when you see other people's progress and things like that, maybe you buy it. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you're not owning your journey. Maybe you're not owning your choices right now. Mm -hmm. If that's how you feel when you see other people's uh, posts and stuff on social media or, or even a friend talking to you about it or someone you see at the gym or at work that's making huge progress, you know. If you're getting triggered by it, if it's making you feel in a negative way, maybe it's because you're not owning your choices and maybe you're not ready. Maybe it's something you need to start working on is that understanding that you are your own responsibility. Mm-hmm. No one else is, is doing any of this stuff for you or to you. Nope. So. That's like I think the biggest takeaway of all of it. We, we, we don't have to beat a dead horse and continue. we can just keep ranting about this. I feel like forever, but I think yeah. that's the biggest takeaway, honestly, is mm-hmm. that it's, you always have a choice. You always have a choice. There's always going to be someone that is in a better off situation than you, but there's always someone that's in a worse off situation than you. And so, and they're all, yep. and both of them are farther along than you might be. So mm-hmm. it's like, you always have the choice to decide um, to start doing absolutely really like you always have an option. So absolutely. So own it, take control, make those decisions you need to make to get to where you want to be. So I think that's where we're going to end this one. You know, I agree. If you guys have any thoughts, (laughs) message us on Instagram, DM us, let us know your thoughts on this episode. Um, and if you have any questions, we're happy to answer. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We're so grateful you're here. If you're picking up what we're putting down, please share this episode with a friend or five. (laughs) The best way to show your support is to subscribe. This way you won't miss a single new episode. It would also mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star review on iTunes and followed our Instagram page at The Real Sassy Fit Girls Podcast. We also love to hear from you, so feel free to slide into our DMs and leave us comments, questions, or suggestions for future episodes. And thanks for listening once again, and keep it real. (laughs) Bye, guys.